Welcome to the Intuitive Eating and Body Positivity Podcast. I'm Terry and I'll be talking about all things intuitive eating, body positivity and health at every size, and shaking off weight stigma, diet culture and food rules so that we can all have a better relationship with food and our bodies. Right, settle a food debate for me, will you? This is like the good old days. This is like bringing back the great food debate. Do you remember those? It's a blast from the past, isn't it? I had a conversation with somebody this week about biscuits. Now, I don't know if this is going to relate for everybody because I don't know what biscuits the people not in the UK have. So I hope you can understand where I'm going with this. But somebody once said to me this week, I bet you're the kind of person that splits a jammy dodger in half as well, aren't you? Now, for people who don't know what a jammy dodger is, it's two round biscuits. It's like a sandwich and in the middle is jam, hence the name jammy dodger. But the bottom biscuit is just a complete biscuit and then you've got a layer of jam and then on top is another biscuit and it's got a little heart cut out of the middle. It's very cute. You can see the jam. Anyway, somebody said, I bet you're the kind of person that splits a jammy dodger in two. Yeah, obviously. Who wouldn't? Well, lots of people, apparently. (laughs) Then we were talking about other biscuits that are the same. I was like, well, yeah, because I would split a custard cream like that. I always eat a custard cream like that. Always. When I have a custard cream, I take the one biscuit off and eat that. And then I eat the other one because then I get to taste the cream in it better. And the same with a bourbon, you know, chocolate bourbon biscuits. Same thing. I always take the one biscuit off because then the chocolate filling, I can taste more. You with me? This also extends into wagon wheels. I always split a wagon wheel. Always. And um, pink and white wafers, you know those? Not actual pink and white wafers, but there's wafers. And in between the wafers is a pink and white marshmallow layer. Well, I always peel the wafers off and eat those and then have the marshmallow on its own. That's right, isn't it? (laughs) It is right. I'm telling you it's right. (laughs) Wow, this caused quite the hoo-ha, I can tell you. Quite the hoo-ha. How do you eat your biscuits? Now, for those people who have no idea what those biscuits are, you're just going to have to Google them. All right, so here is your list. Jammy Dodger, Custard Cream, Bourbon Cream, Wagon Wheel, and Pink and White Wafer. Pink and with just like an N, White Wafer. Have a look. Tell me you wouldn't split those in two to eat them. (laughs) This is inspired this week by a lovely lady who is in the membership. She's reasonably new to intuitive eating. And she messaged me and we had a chat about the fear 
that you're never going to stop eating when you're new to intuitive eating. So a lot of people call it the honeymoon period. All right. There's this period of time that most intuitive eaters will resonate with. And it is the time where you stop dieting and you've got no rules and restrictions. And then you are saying to yourself, right, I've got unconditional permission to eat. Terry tells me I've got unconditional permission to eat whatever I want. The books tell me, other professionals tell me, this is intuitive eating, I can eat anything now. Tick. Correct. Uh, But then what happens is you go a little bit crazy and you feel like you're out of control. This happens for a lot of intuitive eaters. And that honeymoon period right there can be very scary. It can be very unsettling. It can be very worrying. It feels so unnormal. Unnormal? Is that the right word? Abnormal. (laughs) It, It feels so abnormal. And it feels like it goes against the grain of everything you've ever been taught, which it does because you've been dieting for a long time. And so it doesn't feel right. And you don't know when it's going to end. You don't know when it's going to stop. You don't know when you'll get control because that's what you're always looking for, isn't it? Control. What if I never stop eating? Uh, it's, I know that it's quite scary. I really know that. So I wanted to talk about that a bit today and I wanted to give you some reassurance, some explanation and a couple of tips to help you with it. And then hopefully you'll feel a little bit more normal in terms of intuitive eating. You'll know that other people have exactly the same thing and you'll know how to go with it. Okay, so firstly, you have to understand that this is a body trust issue, all right? This is your body trying to get trust back in you. There is a lot of trust knocked out of you when you're dieting because your body doesn't get to do what it needs to do, what it wants to do when you're dieting, does it? You will diet, you will live by rules and restriction. You'll eat according to what you're allowed to eat on a plan or a set amount of food that you can have in a day. There will always be some kind of restriction somewhere. There will always be a cap on what you can eat and the types of food that you can eat. Sometimes you cut out whole food groups. And when you do all of this stuff, your body loses the trust in you that it should have, that it would naturally, intuitively have. Remember our good old friend, the binge restrict pendulum? Remember that? Have you heard me talk about that? Or are you brand new to this podcast? If you're brand new to this podcast, this is going to be a concept that you will learn and hear over and over again. And it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense when you understand it. So the binge restrict pendulum is if you can imagine, you know, the pendulum in a grandfather clock, something like that, you've got this 
swinging thing that just kind of ticks backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. Well, that is how you are supposed to be in a relationship with food, in hunger and fullness terms, that sort of thing. This pendulum swings backwards, say to the left, imagine it, right? You have to imagine it. I'm sat here doing it with my hands right now. But imagine this pendulum swings over to the left a little. And that's you getting a little bit hungry and it's you wanting to eat. And so you honor that and you eat and the pendulum comes back to center and then it comes over to the right a little bit because you're a little bit full now and you're very satisfied and you've had enough to eat and you're comfortable. As that food runs out, the pendulum comes back down from the right, back down into neutral at the bottom. And then as you get hungry, it starts to swing back to the left a little bit. And that's what it should do. It should just swing backwards and forwards. Now, the same happens with binging and restricting. So as you restrict food, as you cut calories, as you cut food groups, that sort of thing, the pendulum swings over to the left a little bit. And then you have some of those foods that you've been restricting and the pendulum comes back over to the right a bit and it's satisfied again. And then it just swings backwards and forwards like that. Lovely. Now, the problem is when we go to extremes. So let's go with hunger and fullness to start with, because that's the easier one to understand. If you let yourself get really, really hungry, that pendulum is swinging so far over to the left. You've gone past comfortably hungry, past wanting to just have some food. And now you've pulled that pendulum all the way over to the left and you are starving, hungry. So what's going to happen? That pendulum's got to let go and it's going to come swinging through, crashing past that point at the bottom where we want to be. And it swings an equal amount back up the other side and you eat and eat and eat. And that's because you're trying to make up for all that hunger. You are now swinging through eating so much food that you are uncomfortably full. God, you know that feeling when you've just eaten and eaten and eaten and your stomach hurts and you know it's too much, but you just couldn't stop yourself. That's the hunger and fullness on the pendulum. Now, let's look at that also in terms of um, binging and restricting. So, pendulum swings over to the left a bit because you've cut back on some stuff. Maybe you've cut back on some calories, cut back on some food groups. But the more you do that, the more you cut out, the more you restrict, the longer you do it for, that pendulum's coming back up higher to the left. And then what's got to happen? There's got to be an equal and opposite response. So that pendulum comes swinging through, crashing through the bottom, and up the other side to the right. And that is where you get the binging. So you binge on a lot of food and then you feel guilty and you feel like you've eaten too much. So what's going to happen? You're going to bring that pendulum back and too far to the left. You're going to restrict because you feel bad for binging. So this pendulum is crashing backwards and forwards all day long. But what you need is that trust that you're just sat there at the bottom, just gently backwards and forwards. That's what your body wants. So all the time that you're dieting, all the time you're restricting, that pendulum is crashing backwards and forwards. 
and your body is waiting for it to settle down and just be in the middle somewhere. And all the time that you're doing this, the longer you do it, the more your body tries to protect you. And so it's waiting for the next diet. It's always waiting for the next diet because it knows that that's what you do. It doesn't have trust that you're just going to feed it. It is just waiting for the next diet. So this honeymoon period that you experience when you stop dieting and you start intuitive eating is the time where your body learns that it's not going to have this wildly swinging pendulum anymore. It's not going to diet anymore. But it's still getting you to eat. It still wants you to eat a lot of food because it's still trying to protect you against the next diet. So that's what's happening here. Your body is driving you to eat a lot of food to try and protect you from future starvation, which is what it sees a diet as. But actually there isn't that coming, is there? So your body has to learn to trust that it's always going to be fed. It's always going to be nourished. It's always going to have access to the foods that it wants and that you're not going to withhold things anymore. So it's like your body's stuck at that one side of the pendulum. It's stuck at the, it's stuck at the, uh, the binging side, isn't it? But that's okay because as your body trusts you, it'll settle down, it'll come back down and it'll just be down in that nice, comfortable place at the bottom. You've just got to give your body chance to trust that you will continue to feed it. Also, you might in this time be questioning the unconditional permission to eat. Understandable, absolutely understandable. But while you're questioning it, are you truly giving yourself that unconditional permission to eat? Or are you still holding back somewhere? Because while you're still questioning it, while you're still holding back, if you're still not eating everything you want to eat, your body is going to try and get you to eat things to compensate for that. So if you are still questioning the ability to eat everything you want and know deep down that it's okay, not just hear it or read it in a book, but to know and understand that it is okay for you to eat whatever you want, you might be whether you realize it or not, still restricting. And that is going to create a bit of a binge response a lot of the time. So there's a big body trust issue there. And that's what your body is working through. And your mind is working through in this honeymoon period. It's trying to recognize that you're always going to feed it and understand that you do have unconditional permission to eat. All right, so make sure you're not still restricting in that time. Now, then you're still thinking, yeah, but I really love pizza. So what if I never stop eating pizza? What if that's all I ever want? Sure, it might be. (laughs) But really, do you think that's likely? All right, let's think about this logically first and then we'll dive into it. Really, rationally, do you think that's likely? If you take your worry and your panic out of the situation, if you were talking to somebody else about this, 
would you agree with them that they would never stop eating pizza? No, I don't think so. And that's because that's not how it works in reality. We do stop eating things. (laughs) We really do. There's this thing called habituation. And what that basically means is getting used to something. So with food, this could look like this. Let's use pizza as the continuing example. I eat pizza all day long because all of a sudden I'm allowed to eat pizza all day long. I have it for breakfast. I have it for mid-morning snack. I have it for lunch. I have it in the afternoon. I have it when I get home. I have it for tea. I have it before I go to bed. All day long, pizza, 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 because I love it and now I'm allowed to eat it. Unconditional permission to eat pizza. Awesome. Happy days. Then the next day I get up, I cannot believe my luck. I'm going to eat pizza again all day long. So I do. And then the next day I get up and I think, "Mm, I love pizza, but I'm just going to have a cup of tea first. And then maybe I'll have breakfast a little bit later. Maybe I'll just have brunch today because I'm not fancying that pizza just yet. So then it's more like brunch time, lunch time. I have some pizza and then I have some pizza and then I have some pizza. And then the next day I get up and I go, I don't think I want pizza for my lunch today. Maybe I just have pizza tonight. Because I'm getting sick of pizza. (laughs) And that's what habituation is. Your body has enough of it and will tell you it's had enough of it. This is the beauty of intuitive eating. Your body will tell you what it needs. It will tell you what it wants. Now, maybe at the beginning, all you ever want to do is eat that pizza because you've withheld it for such a long time and your mind is going, now, go, 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 eat the pizza, all systems go, permission to eat. And it's kind of driving you to do that because you've withheld it for such a long time. But then over time, What happens is it realizes that, hang on a minute, where's this restriction we're used to having back in our lives after a short term of binge eating? And it realizes that you've had enough pizza, you've had enough of the stuff it's offering you, your mind realizes that you're not restricting this anymore, so actually we don't need to eat it all now, because maybe it will just always be there. And your body will say to you, I've had enough of the things that are in that pizza. I've had enough of the cheese. I've had enough of the tomatoes. I've had enough of those toppings. I've had enough dough. I need something else in my life now. Give me something else. And your body and your mind combined will say, enough pizza. Thank you. Please give me a roast dinner. Or please give me a bowl of pasta. Or please give me some tacos. Um, you know, whatever it is that's different to pizza that your body wants. Remember, your mind and your body are incredibly clever and very powerful. 
And if you let them do their thing, they will correct what you have been trying to force onto them. So be patient and trust the process, okay? Don't fight it. That's a really important thing for you to remember. Don't fight it. When you fight it, you're going to put rules in place. You're going to put restriction in place. You're going to try and backtrack. And while you're doing that, you're not allowing this habituation to take place. You're not allowing your mind to know that you're not going to withhold it. You're not allowing your body to say, I've had enough. Now I want something else. It feels like forever. I know it does. But it does end. For some people, it might be a couple of weeks. For some people, it might be a couple of months. For some people, it might be six months or longer. It takes time for your body to know and your mind to know that everything is really okay and to come out of that. But it does happen. It does get to the end. Weight gain is a massive issue here, I know, because all the time that you are in this honeymoon period, what is your biggest fear? Gaining weight. You think, I'm going to eat all this food, it's going to be really unhealthy, and I'm going to put on a lot of weight. Now, maybe you will put on some weight. We cannot hand on heart say that when we do intuitive eating, there won't be weight gain. But your body's got a natural point that it wants to be at. It's got a natural weight that it's designed to be at. You have to let it get to that point. So it might be that you do gain some weight and then it settles down and it comes off. It might be that you gain some weight and it stays there. It might be that you lose some weight. Whatever your body does, it needs to do, all right? Whatever your body does, it needs to do. So just go with it. And remember the benefits of intuitive eating as well. Remember why you started this in the first place. You have realized how bad dieting is. You have realized how bad weight stigma is, how bad the yo-yo dieting is, all the restriction. You've realized how bad that is. And this is a big driver for you for intuitive eating. So let's keep that in mind. And know that there are massive benefits that come with intuitive eating. Better sleep, better energy, better overall balance of food intake. And that is true. It's been proven in studies that intuitive eaters actually have a better intake of all the ranges of food groups or vitamins or of minerals because their body regulates these things. There is so much to be gained from intuitive eating that you have to remember that while it's tough, while you're in the honeymoon period, know that the benefits of intuitive eating far outweigh the tricky period that is the honeymoon period. There are a couple of things you can do which will help you through the process. Um, in addition to obviously going with it and giving yourself that unconditional per- permission to eat and not restricting, you know, not questioning it, just going with it. There are other things you can do as well just to contribute to it. Focus on the food that you're eating 
I mean, you're not only going to be eating pizza. There's going to be other stuff in your days, right? But focus on when you are eating. What are you eating? Can you add in stuff that's going to satisfy you? Are you hungry? Are you full? Are you enjoying the other food that you eat? All of this is so important. So be very mindful about the food that you're eating. Remember the principles of intuitive eating. There's a lot of work to do there at the same time around being mindful of how hungry you are, how full you are, how satisfied you are, and really giving food the attention while you're in this phase. Reinforce what you're doing with positive social media, positive podcasts. I mean, obviously you're listening to me, which is blooming marvelous, but there are other podcasts you can dive into. There are really good social media feeds out there that you can get a lot of information from that will support your journey. And talk to others. I've got a really lovely chat forum that is dedicated to intuitive eating and body confidence work. Get in there. Lots of people in there share how they're feeling, share their stories, share their wins, get support of others, post their concerns, you know. Get in there and get support from people who are going through the same things as you. And you will know that you are absolutely normal. (laughs) Well, are you? (laughs) I'm not very normal. (laughs) But your intuitive eating journey is normal, right? (laughs) So you're where you need to be. Okay, just trust the process. I hope that helps you. I've really enjoyed taking the time to expand on something that a member has asked me this week. So if you do have any questions, if you've got anything you want me to address on the podcast, then send me a little message. You've got me on the socials. You've got my email address in the show notes. Um, Just drop me a note. Tell me what you want me to talk about on here. 